All right, let's see if I can remember what button makes the music. I think it's the bottom one. You ready? Yeah. Ah! The fuck? Ah! <laughs> What's How happening? Stop! Oh, no! How do I make them stop? Is there no stop? Oh, God, what the fuck is this music? Girls, it's leftover from Authors and Dragons. <laughs> I think it's the second button. <laughs> Wait, so it can't be stopped? It doesn't seem like it. If it can, I don't know what it does. They're, all of them are playing right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's the debrief line there. Um, welcome to the Geeks Floor Not Off-Topic debrief. Uh, wow, can you tell it's been a little while? I'm John Williams. They can't hear any of this music. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. This is so long. <laughs> I mean, you can just kill it, right? In our cans? Yeah. <laughs> are, are, oh, are they just finished? All right. Well, uh... <laughs> Yeah, that over there is Ben Robinson not remembering how to how to operate his mixing board, and there was a lot happening in our cans there. Yeah, I don't know which button was which. I forgot. That's but, great. Uh, I'm so glad that happened. My, I only wish the music would have been there. Maybe put that in post just so they, they can hear what we heard. Yeah, replicating that chaos would be difficult. I think you just have to start them right then, right? I guess, yeah. yeah. It, it's a little messy, but <laughs> anyway, I'm Ben Robinson. Yeah, hey, <laughs> uh, we've been uh, we've been gone for like a quarter of a year. Has it been that long already? It's been like three months. Yeah. What the fuck? Oh, I should have accomplished more. Yeah, right. Yeah, we all we all should have. But, um, uh, yeah, it's nice to be back. Yeah, yeah. I think over time we've we've been feeling the itch. I've been feeling the call to it. I went back and listened to our our very first episode and i was like wow we've we've come a ways um i would i would love to do a, a retrospective episode on that one day and um you know we're definitely not back weekly yet no i i think what we've been talking about was we're gonna go back i think we're gonna shoot for like a uh try and get like a normal episode out every month like just one of them and then uh just a debrief when we feel like it yeah yeah throw in the debriefs here um, we were talking about getting back to the original idea of the debriefs, which was to just get together and shoot the shit. Like even, uh, even on every intro, we'd say something like that. Oh, we're just here blabbing about nothing. Yet we have these extensive notes of all these things that we have to talk about. And I think that was a little bit exhausting. And I, you know, I don't know if we, if we need to be geek media reporters here, you know, we, it's coming out way late anyway. Oh yeah, and I and I think I, I've kind of come to the point where I don't want to be. Yeah. One of the things that I got out of the break that um I'd like to kind of carry forward or I just found that I was uh like anything I watched or read or thought about, like I had to felt like I had to formulate some sort of opinion on it and uh it's exhausting. Like there's lots of things that I just don't care about. And if I don't care about it, I don't see any reason to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, oh shit, I'm gonna have to say something about this since it's big in the in the geekosphere. So maybe we should just throw out that geekosphere term altogether. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> Bunch of nerds. Yeah, leave, <laughs> leave us alone. But no, I you know, it it has been a good break. And I remember when we first started the break, it felt real good to me personally. Like I think I needed that that space. But over time, it's just sort of been picking at me a little bit. And, and I'll, I'll run into things that I'm like, man, like I, I would like to do an episode on this. And, you know, like I said, going back and listening to the first episode, it made me realize that we've never done an episode on Back to the Future. Like Which a proper is episode. boggling. Yeah. Like our very first was, was time travel. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, we're, I'm not sure exactly when we're going to do it, when we're going to start kicking back into gear here. But um. I would love it if we started with something like Back to the Future. It would it would call back to the old days. Yeah. No, I think that's the I, I think that's the one because that's it's, it's like three movies too. Like that's easy. Yeah, and those movies, and movies go that down I've, smooth. No, and movies that I've seen so many times. Like, yeah. I, I probably wouldn't even need to rewatch them. No. I could talk about it. No. Just fine, except for maybe the third one. I'm. I, that's the one I've seen the least. Yeah. Uh, which is weird because I like The Wild West, but uh, that movie's not that good. Yeah, I mean, Angelina would disagree. That's her favorite one, possibly. That's fucking weird. Yeah. Didn't she like Ghostbusters 2 better than the original or something? Wasn't there some weird controversy like that? That's someone did, for sure, which is also mind-boggling. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's an okay movie, but better 
better. It is, it is just an okay movie. Yeah. And the first <laughs> Ghostbusters is, is phenomenal. Um, I don't know. I've, I was looking at some other, uh, some other topics like, hey, Westerns in general. Yeah. Um, I just went back and, well, not went back, but I realized I really haven't seen much of like the old Westerns, like the, the original Clint Eastwood uh, Westerns. So I went and watched High Plains Drifter. Yeah. And I started Fistful of Dollars. I haven't finished it yet. And uh, it's, it's interesting. Between, you know, Clint Eastwood directed and Sergio Leone, like, it's a very different style of movie. And, like, I can, oh, yeah. see, I can see why people dig Sergio Leone's stuff. I, I'm not certain. I may be a bigger, uh, bigger Clint Eastwood fan. It just seems very simple. Just, just, just easy and, and solid. But, you know, not having to worry about dubbed well never mind we'll talk about it in the west yeah there's i mean sergio leone's got a lot of flair yeah that uh that i appreciate like i i love those spaghetti westerns yeah i i'm i'm looking forward to watching a few dollars more with lee van cleef because i because that's the one that i've seen probably the most of but i've never seen any of them from beginning to end i need to go watch a couple john waynes also i've never seen a full john wayne western i've seen a few and uh Know, he just, he, he's never done it for me. I know some people are just gaga for him. Yeah. But, uh, I'm not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think it's a generation <laughs> thing. Like my dad loved John Wayne. He was also at that right age to love cowboys in the fifties and sixties. You know, when, when John Wayne was doing it big. Yeah. When cowboy movies were like superhero movies are now. Yeah. What did we have in the nineties that was like that? disaster movies maybe or like the the bigger the bigger disaster like or like a jurassic park and independence day armageddon yeah yeah volcano pearl harbor really that's what we got the 90s were stupid yeah they got we had westerns on one side and superhero movies on the other and we got stuck with fucking disaster movies yeah or barf yeah big big destruction movies you know coming out of like the cheeseball action movies of the 80s you know, like the eighties were kick ass for cheese ball action. Fucking Cobra and Yeah, fuck yeah. Fucking Roadhouse. Man. You got the short end of the stick there. Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> if if like we can never do an episode on the nineties because all I will do is bitch about it the entire time. That was the time that that we really grew up, you know, being born in eighty two. But there was some good shit in the nineties, but was there? I mean Jurassic Park, T two. Yeah. But there was fucking image comics went before they were good ruining the comic industry there was awful music there was there's definitely some good music like i like uh nice please <laughs> please do not shorten the silence on there, that one i want that whole gap to stay in there <laughs> no there there was uh i mean gen- like the uh you know, the grunge stuff, like it was good. There, there was some good stuff there. There are uh, a few good things. Alice know, in Chains. Hi- hip hop came up and I know you're not a big hip hop fan, but there, there's some gems there. Yeah. Uh, but there's, a, there's a lot of shit, but there's a lot of shit. Like I, I would say music got worse in like the early two thousands than it was in the nineties. Probably did. Yeah. Like you're, the first you're decade probably right. of the two thousands yeah. was fucking barren for me. Yeah. Yeah, that is right. But, All right, uh, before we start bitching about things, um, <laughs> I also want to talk about, uh, you know, we, you and I have long talked about doing an, an episode on Preacher, yeah. so I went back and read the series, and uh, you're in the process right now, right? Yeah, I'm on uh, the fourth trade right now. Cool. So I'm making my way through. Yeah. Speaking of John Wayne, he's in there. Uh-huh. And if, if there are episodes that people want to hear from us, like, please shoot us a suggestion. We may not do it, but it may be something that is super awesome that we haven't thought of doing. Yeah, yeah, like if it's something we have no idea what it is and or it's something that we actively don't like. I don't want to talk about something I don't like for (laughs) an hour and a half. Yeah, if it was like music from the early 2000s. Sorry, it's not going to (laughs) happen. The Spice Girls. Yeah. Probably won't do a Spice World episode. No, I I think I think you're going to you're going to see us slowly come back in here. And get back in your ear holes. Um, been a good break, but I do enjoy this. Um, so 
I know the whole point is to not come in with with topics and but things stuff to talk happens about. that we want to talk about. There's some things that just happened like yesterday, yesterday. that we need to talk about, right? Yes. Yeah. Fucking James Gunn and Peter Safran's presentation, right? Like I don't have any notes in front of me, so I think this is the better way to do it. Yeah. A Superman movie got announced. John's going to talk about it. Fuck yes, it did. Because <laughs> I mean, we've been got. I think the last time we did a debrief was when Cavill was announced as coming back. Yeah, boy, that didn't work out. No, yeah, the 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 shit hit the fan. He's out. Um, but Superman fucking legacy, uh, July 11th, 2025. So two and a half years and I'm going to get me a Superman on screen. At least it's in, it's on the docket now. I love that they're, that they are, um, living up to their claims that Superman is the priority. He's going to be the one that starts the new universe. Like that, you know, we're, we're still going to have Shazam fury of the gods. We're going to have flash and Aquaman. They're all saying like, oh, those can, uh, those can survive on their own. Or, well, they did say that Flash is going to reset everything, which I think anybody that ever thought about it knew that yeah, that was going to be the case. I mean, it's a Flashpoint story. Like, there's, they're, they're going to be mixing timelines and universes and shit. Like, it's the prime spot yeah. to just wipe the slate. Of course, doesn't Aquaman come out, Aquaman 2 come out after that? Yeah, the, the, the latest report is that he's still, that he's going to stay as Aquaman going forward but and, well and aquaman 2 is still a sequel to aquaman 1 right yes so it, i i don't i don't know what they're doing i don't know if they're just covering their ass like the whole ezra miller thing how they're like oh well we're glad they're getting a uh, treatment and we'll discuss it afterwards he's not going to be flash again but no. but they but they can't say that before the movie comes out that ruins hype i know you and i have yeah. disagreed about that in the past but I mean, the reason Aquaman 2 is still coming out is because Aquaman made a billion dollars. Yeah. And uh, they're not going to walk away from that. Yeah. Like, yeah. if they have a chance to make another billion dollars, they're going to fucking do it. They yeah. Continuity be damned. They're not going to, you know, whatever. Yeah. And there's a lot of rumors that Jason Momoa could also be playing Lobo in a, in a feature film going, uh, or in the future, I guess. Which, if he had never played Aquaman, he, he's got a great look for Lobo. And I think his, I mean, Jason Momoa plays Jason Momoa. Yeah. But Jason Momoa works pretty well as Lobo. Yeah. Lobo saying like, my man. Like, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, so I, like, that's, that's a better fit than Aquaman was. In my yeah. Opinion. So Superman Legacy is supposed to be a, um, like kind of a year two, year three Superman, a younger Superman, but not an origin story. And he's going to be looking, uh, into his Kryptonian heritage first versus his, uh, earth upbringing and. Sure, whatever. And going against Lex Luthor and his real estate schemes. <laughs> Played by a 93-year-old Gene Hackman. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm excited for it. Uh, like I'm glad they're not doing it an origin thing again because yep. they don't fucking need to. Everyone knows who Superman is. And uh that they're just jumping into Superman in the thick of existing. Uh I'm I'm hoping they go with some uh not not B tier, but just some not not uh you know, giant threat villains, you know, just something oh. clean and simple. Like, I don't want to see like a Brainiac. I mean, I'd love Ooh, to see Brainiac, Yeah, but I don't like, I'd like to see like a more like Superman reset movie rather than, you know, here's a world ending threat. Superman's got to deal with it kind of thing. Or, or you know, because they got to set, they're setting up some sort of a thing here. Like you don't want to kick it off with something big like Brainiac if they want to work towards some end of the world. Yeah, a Justice League. Hmm. I didn't think about that. You know, if, if they could do what I want, what I wished they would have done after man of steel and do Superman's dark Knight, where like, it really is like Lex Luthor's brain that is more powerful than Superman's muscles, you know, brain versus brawn. Then I would, I would love to see that, but there's a part of me that just wants to see fucking brainiac. I want to well, see brainiac that would be great. <laughs> you know, I mean, maybe something like a metallo, where he, he's a threat to Superman, but he's not like a world ending threat. Like Brainiac could fuck the world up if he wanted. Like, you know. Yeah. See, the, the, the problem I have with, with people like Metallo or Parasite even, like, I, I don't feel like they have enough to, to carry a movie. Oh, I mean, the, the writers need to be smart and figure out a way for them to carry a movie. But, but they, do, they don't seem big enough. And, and I, I, I wish there was something between the two. I don't think they need to carry the movie. That's Superman's job. <laughs> like it doesn't all need to be about the threat necessarily. You know, 
it needs to be better than like Superman Returns, where there was almost no threat other than weird Lex Luthor doing his thing. But and like, they spent so much time with the villains in that movie. Yeah, which didn't pay off. No. Uh, and, and, you know, Lex Luthor's been done and done and done and never done well. Yeah, and he, that, so he has like, never been done well. So I'd like to see a well-done Lex Luthor, but if they said Lex Luthor was going to be the main villain, I would be immediately hesitant. Really? What? Even more so than if they said, like, General Zod. I'd be bummed about that, yeah. too. Yeah, I, General <laughs> Zod does not need to be used no. this many times. He did not need to be in Man of Steel. Um, so I, I, I'm curious. I mean, they haven't really said much of anything. No substantive about it yeah other no, than no casting yeah um well and and i love that that they said that you know what i said before how this is going to kick off the new dcu james gunn did tweet something today that is an important issue trunks or no trunks trunks he put up a poll trunks trunks 100 percent. trunks in it up superman looks like he's naked if he's not wearing trunks yeah, I mean, I will say that in comic books, when they did the DC Rebirth, where he had like the the traditional suit, except for a red belt with like a with a um a yellow pentagon, you know, like the crest shape mm-hmm. in the middle. I actually, even being a purist, I wish they would have kept that because I I feel like like I feel like it needed to be updated out out of the trunks, or if they were going to, that that was the right way to do it because in Man of Steel, it it nothing breaks up the blue; it looks stupid. Um, with, uh, new 52, the red belt just didn't do enough, but when it had that yellow in the middle, like it, it, it felt like it served the same purpose as the trunks or, or it felt comfortable. I've never understood him. why he needs a belt. Like his entire outfit is spandex. He has no to tools. Keep the trunks up. Yeah, like what, what is the belt doing? Cause he would look silly if, if, if you saw like a sculpted <laughs> blue ass crack coming out of the, the back of the, those trunks. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah, if he, if he doesn't have the trunks, then like, well, cause there's been iterations where there's no trunks, no belt at all. It's just like a fucking jumpsuit, right? Uh, maybe in smells worlds. Yeah. I know I've seen them and I hated them. Yeah. They just and, don't look and right. With, with the, uh, the man of steel Snyderverse stuff, like it, it was too, slight of like the things happening there so it, it just looked like a big blue like, jumpsuit did the electro superman have a belt like where he had, no yeah he didn't have one right no he just had the lightning bolts going up the side of his legs i hated that design <laughs> it's a cool design it's just shitty superman yeah then again i don't know it is kind of cheese ball but hey that's about to come back in comic books is it really yeah they just did a um a big revamp of the superman family um action comics number 1051 came out and, uh, you know, most of them, except, you know, not Superman, but they have like, uh, like matching or kind of matching like leather jacket looking things and new spandex suits and like Superboy. Yes. Superboy oh. and John Kent Superman. But John Kent Superman is apparently going to be donning some sort of electro or electric Superman suit. I've seen it both in like the blue and white and then also in blue and red. And he's, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to work it, but he's getting his own title. This is why I don't read many Kate books anymore. They're all, they've been out of new ideas for years. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's just the same shit over and over and over, man. It's tough, but I'm really excited about the creative team they have on Superman moving forward. The, I think the first issue is coming out next week, but, um, it's an artist that I really dig. So I, I love it when they, when they come over to Superman. I can see that. <laughs> um, okay. So I don't give a shit about running through the entire slate. Just maybe what we're excited about. Yeah, sure. So brave in the bold. Um, well, he's hearkening back to, uh, you saying people having weird favorites, uh, in the, his thing, he said, Damien Wayne's always been my favorite Robin. And you're like, what the fuck are you <laughs> talking about? Yeah. He's like, I love, I mean, paraphrasing, I love how he's spunky and he's got attitudes. Like, that is why he sucks. He's an insufferable little, did I say unsufferable? Insufferable little piece of he's shit. Both. Yeah. He's a, he's no sufferable. I think I, I, he's, that's who he's supposed to be. I, I just, I, I, I've never been able to get behind him. I just don't. Yeah. Hitler like, is who he is and he sucks. <laughs> like that was a choice that was made. And, uh, yeah. We got to live with it. Yeah. We killed Jason Todd for the same reasons. Yeah. I mean, I, I, 
I mean, it's a new Batman movie, so yeah, that's cool. I like. There's no way that they weren't going to make it, make Batman and Superman movies. Yeah, and then do some other stuff too. I, yeah, like, like that's your fucking bread and butter, guys. They're building a new cohesive universe, you know, and and um, but I what I what I like is that you know if you if you assume that Damian Wayne is anywhere from, I doubt he's going to be twelve. You know, but maybe 14 or 15. I hope he's not 12 just because most child actors suck. Yeah. And it, and it's, I think it looks good in comic books, but it would be hard to see that live action. I mean, kind of like, I guess hit girl did kind of do it. She was probably about 12, but you have to assume at that point that Batman or that Bruce has probably been Batman for most of that time. Like from the time he banged Talia to have that baby. So oh, he's well, going to have this built in history because James Gunn said something about the bat family. So you you have to assume that in that time we've had Dick Grayson that's, and we've had Batgirl. That's and the Jason question. Todd. Like, is Nightwing hanging out in this universe? I hope so. Yeah, me too. Like, I hope this is that that it's not in this version of the DC EU. He's uh, the only Robin. That would really chat my hide. Yeah, I don't know if we need all of them. Yeah, that's a lot of history. At that what point. sucks is that I think if anybody was going to be dropped, it would probably be Tim Drake, and he's so, he's. Yeah. Definitely. Possibly would, my favorite Robin. It would definitely be Tim. Because <laughs> they're not going to get rid of Dick Grayson. No. And if they were going to, you know, if there was going to be another one, uh, it'd be Jason Todd. Yeah. Because he's got inbuilt drama. He gets to be the villain. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I'm I'm thinking, what, like a, like a 40-year-old Batman? Like, just because they're going younger with Superman doesn't mean they have to have Batman and Superman at the same age. No, and I don't imagine Superman ages as quickly as normal people do anyway. Yeah. So like he could, he, it could be a 40 year old Batman played by a 20 year old person in it or a 40 year old Superman played by a 20 year old okay, person. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's plausible. Yeah. Some of the other stuff they're going with is interesting. And, and because it's interesting, I'm interested. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stuff like um, booster gold, like a booster gold show. Like I've always liked booster gold because he is, just a dope essentially like he's yeah. just he's just like a fucking some douche that found some time travel stuff and came back and was you know it's like if we went back and we're like look at my iphone mm-hmm. <laughs> he basically he's doing that but today yeah <laughs> and so and with blue beetle coming out that makes sense because they're good buddies uh, what what stinks for me is that the blue beetle movie that's coming out as far as i know doesn't have anything to do with ted Core. It's, oh, it's yeah, all it's the, the Jaime Reyes. Yeah, yeah, it's the new dude. Yeah. Um, so, uh, like, there hasn't been any word of Ted Cord showing up in in Booster Gold. I'm sure if they have no intention of ever putting a Ted Cord Blue Beetle in the Blue Beetle movies or anything, that at least Ted Cord will show up in Booster Gold. Like, maybe not as Blue Beetle, but they 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 can't not do. It. I mean, because it, it's gonna be it's gonna be an HBO Max series. Yeah, like I, Ted Cord will show up in one form or another. You have my word. And then uh, Swamp Thing. I'm I'm always down for more Swamp Thing content. Yeah. And it's supposed to be like dark, like Swamp Thing should be. They described it as a horror movie. Yeah. Like what what I really love overall about this slate is that they are differentiating every property. You know, they're yeah. they're saying like this Booster Gold is going to be a comedy series. Swamp Thing is going to be a horror movie. Uh, Paradise Lost is going to be like Game of Thrones, but on Themyscira. And I, and I hope they mean it. And it's not like Marvel when they say this is going to be this thing. And, you know, Moon Knight's going to be a psychological drama. Like, no, it's going to be the same shit that everything mm-hmm. else is. It's going to be a Marvel project. Yeah. Everything's got the the, the same fucking flavor. Like, mm-hmm. it, you know, you get spaghetti, you get a hamburger. They all taste like tuna fish. um and then another one is lanterns that i'm excited about which they describe as like true detective yeah yeah with hal jordan and john stewart green lantern fuck yeah fucking palling around protecting uh sector one four some two eight one four (laughs) you had three of the numbers yeah that's close Yeah, and, and they were saying it was going to be mostly Earthbound, which is kind of a bummer because it would be cool to see them going to other planets. They patrol a space There's sector. a whole sector of space. Like, yeah, Green, yeah. Lantern, Green Lantern's always been fairly cosmic. Yeah, but the, the good thing about this is that, you know, with their, with their whole new edict that 
that everything is going to be cohesive and actors are going to play their characters cross uh, platform. Said so this is our new Hal Jordan. Yep. Like we're getting a Hal Jordan and a John Stewart to be in these roles for the next 10 years. And I'm fucking excited. And and he he said all the right words, whether or not the studio is going to fall, you know, let him follow through with that. And, yeah. you know, and how much, you know, because he also said some stuff that's clearly bullshit. But, he, you know, he said, you know, story is key. And he wants, you know, the people coming in to tell the stories to be able to tell the story they want to tell. Mm-hmm. But Warner Brothers is notorious for studio interference. However, so that was with the previous regime where where it was a it was a conglomerate of producers and middle management and there's been a shakeup for sure yeah thankfully the only person that has any sway over uh james gunn and peter saffron is uh sasloff yes and he just wants them to make money yeah he wants them to create a universe so but that, I mean, that's what happened with, you know, with the Snyderverse and not that the Snyderverse was really going to be the best or the thing we really all needed, but they got scared and pulled the plug on it midway through and didn't let him kind of finish what he was doing because Batman v Superman was a flop. Well, and they, they had a bad habit also of fire, not, not believing in their executives, you know, not believing in whatever the equivalent of James Gunn and Peter Safran were. And firing them like it was Jeff Johns and some other asshole for a while. And then a couple movies came out that sucked or, oh, I think after Justice League. And then they uh, promoted Walter Hamada or put Walter Hamada in the role. And then they didn't they they tied his hands, you know, like. But at least with this one, at least it's structurally like. You know, the the gun and Saffron have been given the keys and and only one person can tell them no. So at least in the beginning. They, they are going to be able to do exactly what they want to do. And if it's successful, fantastic. And if it's not, then maybe somebody should tell them not to. Yeah. And Gunn's got a, a pretty good track record for me. He may have ruined the MCU, but it, that wasn't his <laughs> fault. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, he he may be responsible for creating the thing that made a lot of MCU <laughs> things suck. Which I'm I'm really hoping nothing turns it like like that it, that it's not Guardians flavor. Or if anything is, well, Booster Gold should be. Yeah, Booster Gold absolutely should be. And then like Waller is supposed to be, a, you know, it's it's in the you know Peacemaker universe, so it, it may have some of that same stuff. But I imagine with it focusing on her, it's going to be a bit more serious. Yeah, and they and they said they were they were. Like it'll have team peacemaker in there, but this is not peacemaker season two. And they've sort of put that on hold. Yeah. But when team peacemakers there, it's going to have the peacemaker tone. Yeah. And, and you know, I loved the shit out of peacemaker. It was great. So it was refresh. It was probably my favorite TV show of last year. Yeah. It was certainly the one that surprised me the most. Cause I, I went in with almost no expectations and, uh, it f- exceeded the fuck out of them. And I think a part of that also had to do with, the fact that he didn't have to answer to Disney and it didn't have to be for families. Like I think yeah. if, Pe- if Peacemaker had to be like family friendly, it would have sucked. It, w- it would have been guardians, you know, which, yeah. which just kind of got annoying after and, a while. And we got enough of the only, the only other th- one I want to talk about just cause I, d- I have no familiarity with it is in comic book form uh, is creature commandos. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, you're a DC fan. I know you're a universal monster fan, so uh, I'm curious if you're excited about this at all. I I am excited. Be, I I really don't know much about Creature Commandos. Like I I know the basic premise is yeah Frankenstein and the werewolf and and Dracula, and then this is going to have Rick Flag Senior. And it's in like World War Two, right? Um, I know that's when the, when they were first formed. Is, is that what they're saying that, that I, the I, series I just is heard be something in? about World oh, okay. War Two? So I don't know if it was that's where this is, or maybe it was that's when they you know that's where they came in the comics or what? Yeah, I don't know for certain, but yeah, sure, I'm excited. Yeah, I it's, saw what it's something different. It looks like fun. I saw what was maybe concept art for it. Like there was on on a CBR article, they had like a picture that had like a Frankenstein and a and a bride of Frankenstein and like a robot soldier dude and like a creature from the black lagoon lady with a bubble helmet and a guy that could be Rick those flag senior mother fuckers. I just recently ran across. Oh, oh, so I'm moving and, and that that's been taking up a lot of my time 
as you know, as you know, but I went through a couple of my tubs and I found my old sketchbook that had something I've always wanted to resurrect or not resurrect, but actually put into something, uh, a couple concept sketches for captain Dracula and the crew of the, yeah, uh, yes. SS Transylvania. Well, I didn't see Dracula and I didn't see a werewolf in this picture, which was weird. Well, I had a fucking creature from the black lagoon lady with a bubble helmet. <laughs> Those scumbags. Tired of people stealing my ideas. Well, you know, John, the problem is you have great ideas. You need to have well, worse ideas. No, no, no. no one will take them. That's not the problem. The problem is I have a bad work ethic. <laughs> Because if I would have made that into a comic, then, well, whatever. No, it still wouldn't have mattered. Uh, small time, nobody. Um, yeah, this is the, that's the picture I saw there. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I didn't see that. I don't, I'm not too hot on that Frankenstein, but uh, no. whatever. Yeah. Huh. And that's Weasel over in the corner there. Oh, wait. So, which makes me think that this huh. is like, it's concept art for it or something. I don't fucking know. I'm not sure who, like, the irradiated dude is. Yeah. Looks cool, though. Huh. Well, I'm looking forward to this new slate. Like, to be honest, I'm really looking forward to The Flash. But other than that, like, I don't give a shit until oh, yeah, July care. 11th, 2025. Well, that's what I was talking about bullshit, too. He was like, yeah, you know, he's like, Shazam 2 and, or 3? Is it the two. third one? Yeah. Shazam 2 and, and Aquaman 2 and The Flash. I'm so excited about these. He's like, no, you've just... They're coming out, and so you can't say you don't care about them. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, like, I get it. You've got to hype. For, you can't be on here and be like, hey, guys, it's going to suck for about five years, but fucking hold your ass after that. Oh, five years, nothing, man. We're in 2023. Isn't that weird? Oh, that's true. We are. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's two fucking years away. Like, it is a normal film production time away from uh, from things happening. And in the meantime, we're getting Batman two or, you know, the Batman two and Joker two. And he came out and said like, those are else worlds. And I love that they have an else worlds imprint yeah. because now if Fuck somebody, yeah. if some like auteur director wants to come in and just do a one-off, they can. Is Joker two happening? Oh yeah. Is it still a musical? Yes. Well, I mean, I, I think off. so. No, no, no. I think somebody, <laughs> somebody came, uh, came through. I don't know if it was Todd Phillips, but he sort of like, put out the fire a little bit he's like it's not a musical like it's a movie that has some musical elements in it like i i imagine there will be like a couple of interludes but it's still a movie like i don't think it's i don't think you're gonna have joker like walking down the street going like oh my name is arthur fleck i'm walking to the drugstore like i don't i don't think they're gonna be sing talking the whole time like it's fucking west side story all right or miss saigon Oh, anytime I hear something's a music, musicals have very rarely surprised me by being good. There's yeah. A, like Muppet Christmas Carol. It's got music in it. I love it. It's like, so it, it works occasionally, but uh, most of the time I'm not fucking interested. No. Les Miserables good. That's never seen it. That's, that's the one musical and like Phantom, but over time, like Phantom has, has sort of, sort of worn thin. I like the music I mean, from Phantom, but yeah. I don't necessarily want to watch people perform it. Yeah, Les Mis is good. I saw that live when I was a kid. Um, oh, and the, the only other thing, I have no familiarity with it, but I know Luis from the Discord is super excited about it. The Authority. Oh, shit. Because it's got, you know, it's going to have Wildstorm in it, supposedly. And I know he's a big Wildstorm fan. Oh, yeah. The Authority is right from Wildstorm. Did yeah. you ever read any of the old comics? No, like, like, like I was talking to Luis on the Discord a while ago, because like he was excited about Wildcats and stuff coming back. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was like, I remember that from the nineties. Like I remember seeing it, but I, I never read any of it. Like Dude, I recognize all those characters cause they were around, but you need to read the first like two or three arcs of the authority. It was Mark Miller and, um, it okay. started with Brian Hitch and then went to Frank quietly. Oh, and cool. It is phenomenal. Like it's, it's, it's basically like a, you know, a real world, uh, asshole take on the justice league. Pre like the boys and, and everybody else's asshole takes on the justice. Yeah, no League. shit. Yeah. <laughs> they were the first ones to do it. And like, I remember the controversy when, uh, when Apollo who's their Superman and then Midnighter, who's their Batman okay, were yeah. gay lovers. Yeah. I, I remember those characters. So were they in yeah. something else? What? It, 
Uh, I think they may have appeared in Stormwatch first. No, I don't. I don't know if they were because because it did kind of spin out of Stormwatch. I wonder if I did read it because I've definitely read something with Apollo and Midnighter. Like, yeah, I'm I mean, familiar with those characters. Like, epic scale, like like that. That was Brian Hitch's claim to fame was his his widescreen storytelling, just like big double page spreads of like fucking a thousand ships flying towards a building. And then in the in the second arc, I think it was with Frank Quitely, they take on a team that is a not thinly veiled at all version of the Avengers. So it's, it was, it was fun fighting satire. Um, Yeah. I am looking forward to that. The other thing I wanted to talk to you about, but haven't mentioned anything to you. And it's kind of resolved itself, (laughs) (laughs) but did you hear about like the giant hullabaloo in the D and D community at all? Did, did any of that make it to you? Cause I know you don't follow in those circles, but like there was articles in like Forbes and the New York times. I don't read those either. Yeah. Don't imagine. You do. <laughs> um, no, what's happening with D and D. Oh, cool. This will be a fun story to tell you. Cause it's, right. it's interesting. Okay. So uh, I'm going to, I'm going to lean back. Pardon my little, uh, my little microphone moving sounds for a second. So, so back in early January, I think it was like January 4th, someone from, uh, geez, I want to say, polygon i don't know some geeky reporter site okay basically leaked a uh, or got a leaked version of uh, the new ogl which is the open games license it's what they published D under essentially saying that here's the they have what's called the srd it's just you know basically here's all the the spells and the classes and you know all the the meat and potatoes from the game that from like an upcoming version no, from the or? current one. Okay. That, uh, you know, basically the OGL says you can write adventures in this universe. You can use these classes. You can use all this information and you don't know wizards of the coast, anything you own your own stuff, you know, and that's where all this third party stuff comes from. There's like a huge market for third party D and D stuff where people write adventures and supplements and settings would that be something like like Pathfinder or Pathfinder was yeah kind of Pathfinder came out of like 3.5 which was also OGL'd. Okay. Um and so that's where that spun out of essentially it was being able to kind of use the rules and the and the classes and all that shit what whatever you want in perpetuity is what the license said without having to pay anything. And so oh, I feel like that was foreshadowing. Oh, it is. <laughs> and so they uh they basically came out with you know there was this leaked OGL 1.1, they called it, that came out that uh, lit everyone's fucking hair on fire, essentially. I mean, they wanted uh, they wanted to deauthorize the original one, wanted to move it so that, like, if you made more than X amount of money, you owed uh, Wizards 25% of your revenue. Uh, with The number was high. I think it was like, you know, if you made more than $700,000, you needed to pay them on everything over 50000 or some shit like that. So they were aiming at, like, the big publishers like Paizo that does Pathfinder. Okay. Uh, but also like it had some real horse shit stuff in there saying like, if you use this and you publish something, we can revoke your license to continue publishing that for, for whatever reason we want with 30 days notice. Also, anything you publish under this license, we can use free of charge in perpetuity forever. Like you could come out with something. They could say, yeah, no, actually we're revoking your license, not have to give you a reason. And then they could publish what you wrote and make money off of it. And you'd have no recourse. Wow. Uh, they also had, uh, I mean, they just had just a whole litany of bullshit and people just flipped the fuck out. Yeah. That sounds like, uh, like the right reaction. Yeah. And wizards bought D and D beyond a while ago. The, the program yeah. we used for our character sheets and shit. And, uh, I canceled my subscription. I was like, fuck you guys. I'm done. And, uh, so many people canceled their subscription that it crashed the servers. <laughs> <laughs> people were live it and like third party publishers and, and people like they're like kickstarters full of D D creators mm-hmm. and they basically said like anything that publishes on kickstarter you owe us 15 percent uh and they'd made they'd cut a deal directly with kickstarter that it was 15 instead of 25 or whatever and, you know it was just basically a big fuck you we want your money because earlier in the year or later last year they'd come out with a thing saying like dnd's under monetized and they were talking about they're putting out this new one D where they're gonna have their own virtual tabletop you know, like where we play online. Yeah. Basically, they wanted to include, you know, put microtransactions into D&D. And people were already kind of grossed out by that. And so it like it drove this. It was just like a fucking huge movement. People were going over to Pathfinder, checking out different games. It hit Wizards of the Coast 
hard. Yeah. And so they came out with thing. They're like, hey, we're sorry, guys. Uh, you know, what? Well, like first their response was like, hey, you know, this was aimed at, you know, stopping hate and uh, and keeping, you know, keeping uh, our values like we don't we you know we don't want people using our our stuff for that we would know we'd never use this power that we just gave ourselves we promise <laughs> <laughs> and uh, people didn't buy that shit and so they came out and apologized again and came out with like the OGL 1.2 which was better i mean they said basically hey we're going to you know the 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 non you know the non proprietary stuff the part of the rules we're going to go to creative commons but it didn't include classes races uh spells or monsters so basically, like the rules for jumping and stuff stuff were open, but everything else went under OGL 1.2 now. And they wanted to have like people to give feedback on it. And this was at like, at, like the end of January, um, which I guess was just recently. Yesterday? Or yeah, well, two days it, ago? It was like January 20 something, <laughs> early there. So it was better. It was certainly better, but it included a, a clause where basically, um, like you could publish under it, but if it included anything, obscene hateful offensive or something else as determined by wizards of the coast by whatever metric they decided was appropriate yeah or you did anything any one of those things they could revoke your license like it wasn't just if the content was obscene but like if your actions outside of the game were obscene is the way it was written oh so like if you were arrested for sh- flapping your ding dong in yeah. front of people they, they could they could then cancel your license but it's it was whatever they thought so like if you uh tweeted wizards of the coast could lick my balls they could you know oh we find that offensive and then yeah. they could cancel your license and ever so like what the fuck and they put out a tabletop policy for like virtual tabletops where they said hey you know, like you know you, you know, sure we love virtual tabletops they're great as long as they don't do video game like things and one of their examples was like animated effects and, and it was it was it was really bare bones really stupid and uh they they put it out to like feedback you know where it, you know i took the little survey it was like the way they do with like the unearthed arcana like new playtest stuff okay and that was supposed to go till february 4th and it went exactly one week and they got so much negative feedback on that like 80 percent of people were like no this is still bullshit that uh they fucking gave up I've never seen a corporation just fucking give up like this. Did they just go back to how it used to be? Even better. Whoa! They capitulated more ground than they had to try and win people back. Oh, because, yeah, because it wasn't enough to just say, like, okay, you can yeah, have all your up. stuff yeah, back. Like, we don't trust you now. Yeah. Uh, who was it? It was... Um, Dave. Jenny. No, he's a, a game designer. Uh, fuck. If only I could remember the name of the dude from Grandma's Boy, I would have said. It. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You, you and uh, he's a big name in in like the independent game designers thing. But like he he tweeted something. It was like so asking for a friend. If someone pulled a gun on you and pulled the trigger, and it, the gun was jammed, and then they apologized as they were reloading. Should I forgive them? <laughs> <laughs> and it was like blatantly, uh, you know, about Wizards of the Coast. Yeah. So what they ended up doing, they like a week later, they announced, all right, sorry, guys, like we realized we fucked up. We're going back. We're going to publish everything under the original OGL, just like it was before. And they took the entire SRD. What's that? That's the system reference. That's all okay. the classes, okay. races, all that shit for the new D&D that's coming out, the one D&D. And they're publishing that to Creative Commons, which they can't fuck with ever. So once it's published to that. It's done. Anyone can do whatever the fuck they want with it. Damn, that's a that's a big show of good faith. Like, yeah, they uh, they must have panicked quite a bit. Yeah, they gave back heart and like it worked. Like, I mean, like, honestly, like I was like, wow, like that's probably the only thing they could have done to fucking win me back. And I I, I resubscribed to D&D Beyond. I was like, you know what? That's quite the gesture. Yeah, I'm going to be watching you motherfuckers still. But uh, all right. I will, I, I, I will, I'll give you the kudos for that. Yeah. I'll, I'll keep using your shit. Yeah. Cause it seems like, like, you know, it's such a strong community and it's such a, um, what's the word I'm looking for where, where it's like, it's not a community that has a bunch of bleed over, you know, like the people who are invested, like, like there, there aren't people who are, who are investing money into it that are just casual users. 
really. Like, it seems like if you're into D and D, like you're fucking into it. Yeah. And that's the only community that they are, that they are either serving or fucking. So when they just, when they decided to fuck the community, it's like, oh shit, everyone's gone now. Uh, well, and the funny thing is it's like D and D is the most popular tabletop RPG by far. Yeah. And it's most people's entry into the hobby. And so, and so like they've, they've benefited greatly from people making great content for them and getting people in, you know, stuff like critical role was one of the entities, you know, the podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Was one of the entities they were going to be trying to get money from essentially royalties from. It's like these guys and like being in stranger things is what made you guys the number one game. Because I, you know, it wasn't that long ago that fourth edition came out and fucking no one cared. Everyone hated it. Yeah, because because the the most popular ones are three, five, and five, right? Yeah, it has died out. It's ebbed and flowed over time, and right now they're at their highest they've ever been, and they just fucking they got too big for their dicks, and uh, fucking <laughs> you got a you got a, a a way of expression today. It's pretty great, and uh, and it's like in the course of a month, in the course of entirely within January. They went from being the top, the undisputed champion of the realm, to being absolute dog shit, to groveling and begging for people to come back. And uh, it was just, it was a fun little roller coaster to ride. Damn. Someone's <laughs> getting fired. Oh, I, I, I mean, Hasbro announced they were firing like a thousand people. So I'm sure some of those folks are. In there. Wow. <laughs> the thing is, I think this push came from Hasbro. You know, it came from the top down. That makes sense. They want to make money. Yeah. They like money. Yeah, they money me. Was, money now, please. Yeah. They thought it was under monetized and uh, they wanted some of that sweet, sweet cash. Like they do it on cell phone games. Why can't we do it? Right. Nope. So, so uh, that was a, it was a, uh, just a fun ride. It, it fucking ate me up all, uh, all month. I was, <laughs> I was in it. I'm surprised this is the first I've heard about it. You're not into this. And but it was like now it was like on the news damn because uh they fucked up so badly that the news was talking about D. &D. <laughs> uh, well that's cool um i don't know you want to rap yeah i think that's good that yeah good, good we did talk. it we 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 are momentarily back but um keep your keep your ears hot and ready because uh in some capacity, you know, of, of still, you know, maybe a, a little lesser capacity than before, but we're coming back. Yeah. I, I just got to, I got to move and then finish a comic and <laughs> mumble, grumble. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Got to live. Yeah. Adult life. Yeah. Um, but I am, I am looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to getting back on the mic and talking about things we love. Oh man, this means I got to like be on Twitter more again. I don't know, man. I was listening to a podcast earlier where they were just fucking talking crazy shit about Twitter and, and like basically treating it like, like one of the hosts mentioned that, you know, he saw something on Twitter and the other people were just like, what the fuck are you doing on Twitter? Like nobody's on Twitter anymore. So I don't know. Maybe you don't. I think there's, there's still a lot of people on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. I've heard it just became a cesspool, like where people only go there to, to became bitch. Became a cesspool? Oh, is that what it always was? I that's, I, hey. I've never known it to be anything but. I, I went mean, on I, Twitter I, today only to vote on trunks or no trunks. I stick to like podcast indie comic Twitter and uh, it's it seems fine. Okay. Like I never wade into the general waters of like, let's see what the rest of Twitter is talking about. Because, <laughs> oh boy, not I don't care. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, uh, good to be back in any capacity. If you want to hit us up about anything, if you want to suggest some topics, if you want to. Oh, shit. We got a voicemail a really long time ago. And remember when you said, like, I'll come up and we'll record another episode. We didn't do that. Oh, did I know <laughs> about this? Yeah, I mentioned it. But, you know, uh... I was like, fuck off. I'm not doing that shit. OK, so yeah, we did get a voicemail and it was a long time ago. I got to find it. Oh my God, this was a long time ago. <laughs> when, when was it? It was November 29th. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably shortly. Oh yeah, it was shortly after we went off. I kind of do remember it, that it, now. I think it was, I think it's in reference to our last debrief. Oh, wow. Oh, wait. Like, like the one rando we did in the yeah. middle? Oh. All right. So let's. Yeah, uh, let's do it. I have a question. During your guys' last debrief, 
when ben, when John was complaining about podcasts having long pauses, did my service cut out and there was a long pause in between his sentences, or did Ben go back and edit in a long pause? If it was just a coincidence, it's hilarious, and if Ben did it, it's even funnier. So let me know. That's Joey, right? It's a nine one six number. It sounded like Joey. <laughs> like for what? Well, maybe it's not then because when it is Joey, I never recognize it. Um, yes, I added that in. <laughs> yes, I I don't know if I ever if I ever said anything to you about it, but that was fucking great. Like I I laughed out loud when that happened. Yeah. Yeah, I got there and I was like, oh, I can put a pause in here. <laughs> yeah. You better keep that fucking pause in there earlier. Um, I'll have to I'll have to go through and mark it because I like I remove science yeah. silence automatically yeah just a big batch so which that fucking podcast that i was referring to needs to fucking do that it's like 30 seconds out of your life while you're editing the podcast anyway to just run that super that easy. process yeah super easy well thank you very much whoever that was but it did sound like joey and he's probably one of the most common callers. Like if if it was if it was a Texas number, it would have been Eric. Yep. Yeah, I think it it, it it is a number that has called a number of times before. Oh, well then yeah. So uh, yes, it was Joey because he's the same guy that says, "If I win this again for being the only person." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't seen Joey in a while. So yeah, uh, do as Joey does and call into the show nine one six Ork Turd. That is nine one six. O-R-C-T-U-R-D. Um, you can email us at email at geeksplorationpodcast.com. And on either of those, um, give us some suggestions for topics or or anything else. Um, ask us any questions you want. Um, as far as social medias go right now, I'm sure it won't be any shock to to know that I have not kept up really on, on uh, <laughs> any of it. Instagram, Geek Exploration Podcast. Um, Facebook, the, the Facebook page actually might not exist anymore because I attempted to take myself off of Facebook. So I deactivated my account when I came back, I couldn't find it. Oh yeah. So, Cause it's linked to your account probably. Huh? Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if there's a way to recover it. I'll have to look into that. Was there anything good going on there? I'm not on Facebook at all. So I have no idea. You could have on like, Facebook in general or on the geek exploration thing. on the geek exploration. No, it's like, yeah. Like, I mean, you could have had a thriving community of 10,000 people and I wouldn't have any idea. Yeah. No, I mean, we we had a few few really great uh, contributors, but um, tell them to join I the was, Discord. I was not one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Take it better away. than Facebook anyway. Uh, yeah, if you enjoyed the show, uh, go give us a review. I guess I I, I I I hear those are important. I don't really care that much about them though, honestly. Uh, but on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser, if you do, uh, we'll read it on here. I think. Yeah, that's uh, what we have been doing. We probably should have checked for reviews, but yeah. we haven't posted in a while. So I don't, we're a little I don't think rusty. We're, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll get around to it. Uh, we've got a discord. Uh, it's rad. We got some cool people on there. Uh, it, and uh, it, like, we, it's fun to just chat on there and yeah. uh, share memes and, and fucking cool news. Like that's, that's where I heard about the James Gunn thing. Cause Louise posted about it. I need, I need to just have like a, like a daily reminder on my phone that says, check the discord because whenever I do, it's fun. You know, I, I pop in, send a, you know, join a, join a conversation or two. Turn notifications on for it. And uh, it'll tell you anytime anybody posts anything. It's not oh, that often. That There's not sounds, that many people that on sounds there. Like a, I don't like notifications. <laughs> I agree. Uh, and uh, we've got swag available. It's at uh, shop.geeksploitationpodcast.com. And uh, I'm pretty sure we're still a part of the Geekly Grind podcast network. Like uh, we've been, <laughs> we kind of just like ghosted for a while, but you know. <laughs> They never sent me anything saying we got kicked out. So, uh, yeah, go check those guys out. They're rad. Yeah, of course. Is that it? I think that's it. All right. Bye. See you soon. <laughs>